Welcome to Section 420, Talking Yankees, the podcast. Well, the Yankees have gone to a historically bad drop under 500 for the first time since September of 1995, being 120 games in at a lovely 60 and 61, getting swept and embarrassed by the Atlanta Braves. Uh, didn't even look close. You know, obviously, we have one team, the Braves, best in baseball, and the Yankees just uh, really at the bottom of the pit there, but it really came out during the series for the Yankees with the last two games. Uh, they just got completely blanked and shut down. So nothing really good to take away from here. So I'm going to jump into all of it. I know it seemed bleak, it seemed negative. Uh, it's probably going to be a lot of Yankee bashing and front office bashing and complaining about players. But, you know, make sure you follow and subscribe to the podcast, get other cool stuff, and also check the uh, recent interview I had with Uncle Tat and Critz from the Upper Deck Podcast. There's also an audio version of that cut also if you want to go up and down the list there. So a lot of cool stuff like that. And, of course, I'll get a little future about the, all the stuff going with Derek Jeter and playing the old-timers game, which, you know, I don't think anyone's going to want to show up to it because the team's so miserable right now. But that'll be a whole separate episode coming up soon. So I just want to get my thoughts on that as well as, you know, the comments from the former Marlins uh, owner on Jeter as well. Kind of bashed Jeter a little bit in a recent book. So, again, I have a little Derek Jeter episode coming up soon. So make sure you want to catch that. Be a podcast subscriber. So Yankees, uh, you know, limped into Atlanta. And we knew what the situation was going to be. That's one we just hope you could get away with one there. Uh, but, again, the Yankees after that disastrous loss uh, Sunday evening against the Marlins there. I would almost traded that if the Yankees could have taken two out of three against Atlanta and stolen, you know, stolen the series. Maybe then I, I could live better. But they didn't even do that and didn't even win one of the games. This got absolutely lambasted. Really, nothing. I, I can't see much good take away from it. I mean, they gave Severino another start in there, and he just absolutely got trashed again, getting given up three runs in the first inning. So not really good to take away from any of this. Uh, you know, it's just bad. And it, it, just the Yankee offense getting one hit in the second game there and then uh, a four hit in the final game there. So you're talking about like uh, five hits total in 18 innings of baseball. And that's just not a professional baseball team. And that's just what this Yankee team looks like right now. Not a professional baseball team. Not even a single A team. Single A team could have gone to Atlanta and at least done a better job than that. And the Yankees' only gasp they had early on in this entire series was the first game of the first inning there. Uh, had bases loaded with Bader up there. Now, maybe if you put a big crooked number on the board, maybe things could have been differently, but I don't think so. Of course, uh, Clark Schmidt, at least, it was a rare night where he was off. It was actually his first start in the last 14 starts where he gave up more than three runs there. So he hasn't been the problem there. He just had a bit of a clunker again. He's up against a first place lineup. Uh, I just think he just got worn out a little bit. So I, I really didn't put the L on him, but the Yankees could have made some big noise there. But unfortunately, just get a RBI ground out. And the Yankees would just end up there with a measly one nothing lead there. Now, Atlanta would tie it up. The Yankees would come right back and take the lead again 2-1. to one. But then from there, Atlanta just blew the Yankees' door off with a four-run fourth inning and just kept tacking on, tacking on, tacking on. Uh, later, we get a two-run home run from Eddie Rosario, who would burn the Yankees in the final game there. And Atlanta built themselves up to an 11-3 lead. And again, this game was pretty much done by the fourth inning. Uh, again, it's not a good outing from Clark Schmidt. He was due for a, a, a bad one. He's been relatively good for the Yankees, so it's not something you really point the finger at him. It's just more that this is Yankee offense, you know, in the first inning there, bases loaded, you know, maybe you could do something there, one out, but have to settle just for one run. And that's kind of tells you the story of this Yankee offense. And the rest of the way, uh, it was just a complete wipeout. I mean, they put Severino in to start the second game, uh, gives up a three-run home run in the first inning to Azuna. Uh, the game's already over at that point. Now, you know, uh, later on, he would give up another two-run home run to Acuna. Now, not totally as full. Now, IKF bobbled the play before that, so put a runner on. So, should only been a one-run home run but instead of a two-run home run. Nevertheless, Yankees at that point are uh, down 5 nothing, And this was the most pitiful game. They just managed to scratch across one hit the entire game. They had one hit the entire game. So, this is absolutely embarrassing. I and mean, Again, not a baseball team, which then brings you to the finale. Not that much better. 
two nothing. So at least you, you give the pitching some credit there. Combination of Randy Vasquez and Michael King, who was stretched out. Obviously, um, they stretched King out a little bit now to three innings, and you've been hearing talks that that probably to experiment in September or at least to start next season. They may want to stretch King out to be a starter, which technically originally was when he first came up with the Yankees. Didn't really do great there, but then they found a little gem in him as you know as a reliever, which I think he's more suitable for. I just don't like the idea of stretching. I mean, he has the ability to go six, seven innings, you know, even if you stretch him out for next season. So I think he's good in his role of just being a seventh, eighth inning guy. You know, someone who comes in for multiple innings and you know throws max effort and that stuff versus going five, six innings and you kind of you know you can't really go one hundred percent max effort because you got to stretch yourself out. So. Nevertheless, that's my opinion on that, but he has this little stretch down end. But unfortunately, on the other side, uh, for Atlanta, was Charlie Morton, who you may remember days with the Astros of just shutting the Yankees down there. The Yankees could never touch him, and the Yankees weren't able to touch him uh, in the final game. The Yankees measly full, 2 nothing. so maybe it's not as embarrassing, but uh, 2 nothing. And the only offense from Atlanta was a two-run home run by that same Eddie Rosario, and that was all Atlanta needed. Of course, the Yankees can't score more than two runs, so... That's in the bag there. So just not a good look for the Yankees. And even Boone's pretty much, you know, Mr. Positive, Mr. Oh, you know, we, we've got to get the bats going. we got to do this. I see so good things. Well, now he, even he's admitting that this team's probably not going to be able to be capable of putting some runs together to inch back into this thing now. They've fallen out six and a half of their final spot in the wild card there. And it's just, do you see anything from this team that shows any sort of fight that they could go on any run? Or is there anyone hot that could, you know, maybe the Yankees get on their back or anything like that? No, I mean, and not even Judge, and I'm not really blaming Judge. Who, who knows? He's probably playing on one leg, more or less. So there's only really so much you expect from him. But you need a supporting cast. You need the people around him. I know Torres is doing good. He's putting up some stats, and even the batting average is getting up there. But collectively, up and down that lineup, you're just getting nothing from anybody. And it's just, you know, same old story. It's just nine of the same type of players that go station to station. And maybe if, you know, you need two or three guys to hit a home run, and one of those home runs to beat a two or three run home run. And, you know, if the Yankees could put up seven or eight runs that way, that's probably the only way they have a chance they're not winning games three to one they're not winning five to one they're not winning like you know uh five to two it's just either they hit some home runs and do great or nothing and in this atlanta series they had nothing so that's where we stand out with the yankees there so not much good takeaway from this so they'll come home i don't know who's going to want to you know look at this team you know you got the day off thursday and then they host the boston red sox which you know many eons ago this would have been a great series in mid-august as we approach september figure them both like duking it out for the top of the al east but those days along all over now it's a battle of you know basically these two teams are battling for fourth place right now so that's that's where we're at with the yankees i'm sure there'll be you know i guess some red Sox fans i mean this season they pretty much out of it as well so i'm sure some red Sox fans will just at least be in the crowd just for kicks and giggles as they say and you know but uh, i can't see any meaningful baseball being played from either of these clubs going back and even look at the mats i meant if you could maybe taken a bet to start the year that both the yankees and mats with all the expectations and the payroll and the money and everything going into is that both teams would pretty much be last place teams for this season you know that would have been like a, a 2000 to 1 bet that you could have raked up on there so no one could have seen this coming uh so not much good to report uh, make sure you, if you haven't done it already, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Got my little Derek Jeter special episode coming up soon. And uh, again, this moving forward, this looks like this is going to be group therapy sessions to try to get over this misery that's this Yankee team. Catch you next time. Mm-hmm.